Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Couch Productions, and welcome to Aiden on Anchor. Aiden on Anchor is a podcast focusing on my life. I'll tell you a lot about myself and hopefully provide value through experience. Welcome to episode 76 of the show, currently recording this on March 9th, 2021 at 12.20pm. Could have done it a little bit earlier in the day, but it's always nice to like wake up a little bit, kind of watch a video. Look at yourself, and you're like, oh, oh, I can't think, fucking, fucking head empty, my head empty, but now, head full, all right, people making head empty memes all the time, what, what happened with my brain full, maxed out, G-Max brain, over here, Aiden of Blue Couch Productions, welcome back to the podcast, hope you're all doing well, hope you're all having a lovely March, yeah, that's right, calling it lovely. Hope it's not just an average month. Hope it's not a subpar month. Hope it's not a month you you weren't looking forward to. I hope that shit lovely, bitch. I hope it's fantastic. Hope you're looking at this and be like, yeah, fucking, it's fucking March. Fucking love March, bro. St. Patrick's Day. I'm not even, not even Irish. Not even short. St. Patrick's Day does not, I don't drink. Like, it's literally a useless holiday for me. But still. You gotta be hyped about it. If your brain gets hyped about it, if you hype yourself up, you'll have a better day. If you have an outlook on a day and you wake up and be like, oh, today's gonna be shitty, then your day ain't gonna be well. You've already set yourself up for failure. So why not just overhype fucking every day, bro? Tomorrow is March 10th, bro. Yes. What's going on on March 10th? Bro, I don't know. It's it's just the Wednesday. It's It just be Wednesday. But I could be hyped for somebody, you know? Make Make yourself a better day. Have March 10th be the start of something new. Maybe you go walking. Maybe you go try some avocado toast. Maybe you whip and nay nay at the same time. I've heard it's possible. I've heard it's scientifically possible. It does take some effort, but I believe in you all. You can do it. Anyway, what are we talking about today? I don't know. There's no topic. There's never a topic. We don't believe in topics around here. A non-anchor is a free-form experience, all right? We don't bind ourselves down to rules. But I will tell you what I've been up to. Because, you know, that's always a good fallback. That's always a, an interesting fallback. I finally got the green screen out again today. I haven't used it since the end of Back to the Video Games. And I kind of got nostalgic for the setup. And I'm like, can I work on a green screen setup in this room? Because I haven't really messed around with it yet. I, I really like how my room is, is structured right now. But my green screen was just kind of like put behind my bed. I'm like, ah, fuck it. You know, just throw it behind there. I didn't really have a space for it. But then I started thinking, hmm, this entertainment center is kind of flat. If I can, I like lean up the green screen on that and then put a chair in front of it and then it should be able to film. So I did that. Uh, But then I realized that my green screen was fucking nasty because I hadn't used it in a long time. I'm like, how am I going to clean this? I don't have like a lint roller or anything. I'm like, ah, ah, you can just vacuum this shit, right? I didn't really know. And uh, sure enough, you can just vacuum a green screen. I just put that bitch down on the rug. Uh, I, I turned the setting down to the, the bare floor setting so the, the vacuum was as low to the ground as possible. And sure enough, that got rid of all the hair. It's still nasty. There's still some dirty spots on there for sure. Uh, some some points where I definitely threw some food or some water on it at some point and just didn't clean it. But fuck, I don't think that shit machine washable. How, how am I supposed to get that off? Maybe like one of those like tied laundry sticks, maybe. But I got it well enough to show on camera through vacuuming. Uh, leaned it up against the entertainment center. 
And then I'm like, oh, I need this a little bit higher off the ground. How am I going to do that? Well, luckily, this entertainment center has uh, two cabinets near the top that I put, like, some things in there to show off. Uh, but these, like, cabinets have these little little handles on them on both sides. And I'm like, is my green screen wide enough where I could just use these handles as support to keep it up? And sure enough, I, I did it. And it's, it's just up in the air right now. I'm like, I'm looking back on it. And it's been there for like an hour. And it's still hanging up pretty well. It's not as high off the ground as it probably should be. But there's a couple of inches. So if I'm sitting near the green screen, like in my chair, I can still easily film it. I got some test shots of it that I'm going to be putting into a DaVinci Resolve to see if I can do the same green screen effect I did in Vegas, have it look remotely as good. Uh, but if that's the case, then I could probably, you know, start working on more back to the video game stuff. Cause that was kind of what was holding me back a little bit is uh, one trying to finish 30 for 30, obviously, but two, how would I get the screen screen set up working? And it looks like I found a way to get it working. Maybe later down the road, I can get like a pole or a thumbtack that I can know for sure will keep it sturdy in there. But for the amount of time I need it, I can just hang it up on those little cabinet hooks uh, and then put it behind my bed when I'm not using it. And then I can film it through there. So that's mainly been my day so far. I've just been doing that shit for several hours, listening to things in the background. Uh, uploaded a new Let's Play, a new solo project. If you have not checked that out yet, I uh, think you should. In fact, if you are listening to this, could you do me a favor, actually, and watch that video? Uh, because I did some audio ducking on it, and uh, it was my first attempt at it. So I'm not sure if it's perfect, if it's good. Would you like it more in Let's Plays? In case you don't know what it is, audio ducking is basically anytime that I talk, the gameplay audio goes lower. And then when I'm not talking, the gameplay audio goes back up so you can hear it a little bit more. And my idea with that is like Celeste has pretty good music. So anytime I'm not talking, I want that music to be the focus. So it's a little bit louder. And then when I am, you know, bump it down a little bit. Uh, it's all automated through DaVinci Resolve. And I kind of fumbled around with settings. But I'm going to be honest, like I'm not perfect at audio. I don't know how all that shit works. And I'm not even sure if it's something I want to do for the rest of the episodes. So uh, go check that out. Lines Honor Gaming, Celeste, episode one. It's in the first three episodes. And let me know. Does it sound good? Is it an interesting approach? Are you able to tell? Does it does it hurt your head? Would, would you like to see it in other Let's Plays? I'm definitely going to be using it for Blue Catch Productions videos, but I, I wasn't sure how it would work in a Let's Play context. So let me know. Is the audio in episode one of Celeste good? Do you like the audio ducking? Can you even tell? Let me know. Somewhere on the internet. On Twitter, Discord, at me. Let me know. I'd really appreciate that. It's a favor, I know. Not all of you guys watch Let's Plays, but if you could do that, that'd be pretty awesome. I'd, e I'd even give you a kiss. Give you a little kiss, perhaps. I won't go that far, but still. <sighs> Had to drink a little bit of water there. What else have I been doing, though? Well, rewatching the DCU films again. I know. I've already talked about them on the podcast, so I'm not going to review them a second time, but I am. Uh, going through them in anticipation for my favorite film of 2021, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yes. Yes, Queen. It comes out March 18th. This bitch is literally four hours long. That's longer than Infinity War. 
That'd be longer than Endgame. A fucking four-hour version of Justice League, a film that when I initially watched it back in the day, I already thought was kind of too long. I already thought was kind of draining. I always thought like, uh, this isn't really good. So to hear that Mr. Snyder's version is going to be four hours long, uh, does not fill me with that much excitement, but uh, this is kind of one of those movies that me, Zach, and Jay have kind of hyped the fuck up to the point where we're watching it the day it comes out on HBO Max. And I figured, hey, in build up to that, this will be the, the 10th DCU movie. Uh, why not watch all the other ones again? And there's some of them that I hadn't seen, like Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, a lot of them I'd only seen one time. So it made sense. Uh, and I'm putting my reviews up on Letterboxd, giving you my thoughts on them. I don't know if they're going to really be serious reviews, because again, I've already seen these movies a bunch. But still, it'll be interesting. Uh, and I've been watching through those recently, trying to get caught up. Before March 18th, before Justice League comes out, rushing my way through there, being like, all right, Man of Steel, ugh, that sucked. Here we go, Batman v Superman, ugh, that sucked. Here we go, Suicide Squad, ugh, that sucked. But eventually, I'm going to get to the films that are kind of okay, that are kind of at least average, that I can at least enjoy on a small level, and those will be nice. Those will be, okay, sure, I'll watch Aquaman again. You know, Aquaman makes me happy. Not a great film. Not a, not a fantastic film at all, but still, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting with Letterboxd, I'll say, because I've definitely had reviews of a lot of different movies that I've talked about in on Anchor, I've talked about it with Zach and that, but I've never, like, written my thoughts down anywhere before, so when I started my Letterboxd late last year, uh, on the one hand, it's like, oh, cool, I can watch new movies and give my thoughts and reactions on them, and that'll be easy, but then came the realization of like, oh, fuck, I've watched so many films from the past two or so years uh, that I'll, I'll, I'll point to like when I saw Birdman and the movie night podcast is like my point of officially getting into film again, which would have been shit. I don't know, like 2017, 2018. I'm going to say 2018 was when movie night came out and I watched Birdman for the first time. That's when I was starting to get into films. And so I watch so many things, and now that I'm on Letterboxd, yeah, I want to talk about new films, but my brain is also like, fuck, I gotta go back and rewatch all those films and review them again, just so I can have a, a catalog of all of them to, to be able to know, like, okay, what have I watched, what have I not watched? So that means, you know, tackling things like the Disney movies, tackling things like Star Wars, the DCEU, eventually, the, the two that I'm not looking forward to uh the mcu is going to be one of those deals where i'm going to have to watch all 30 of those fucking movies not excited about that and uh, harry potter i'm gonna have to rewatch all the harry potter films again but thankfully i've been getting some of the the smaller ones out of the way star wars i've been doing uh lord of the rings i did the spider-man films easy to do i can watch those in a week occasional random odds and ends of franchises and shit and having the dcau be, be a part of that, kind of filling in another gap of a, a bunch of movies that we watched, and being able to have my thoughts that you can pull up at any time. It's good. It's good for me to have a catalog. It's good for me, like, learning a little bit more about, about writing and kind of functioning a review uh, in that sort of essence, because I usually just do reviews where I get in front of a microphone and I talk for 30 minutes and then 
cut out the dumb shit, keep in the good shit. You know, I do multiple takes of things. Very rarely am I, am I sitting on my computer. I'm like, all right, today I'm going to write the, the scripts for whatever. And I wrote some scripts for 30 for 30. I've written some like highlights and I've written notes for videos before. But Letterboxd really presents a fun creative challenge for me where it's like I have to describe what I thought about in a movie with no audio, with no video, through my own writing, uh, <laughs> for better or for worse. I have to I have to do it in writing. I have to do it in writing. So it's a, it's a different creative muscle, something that I have to push, something that I have to work at, something that doesn't come naturally to me. And sometimes I have reviews where I'm like, oh, I worded that wrong. But you can go back and edit them. All right, you can just go back and edit your reviews and fix your wording and shit. So I've really appreciated that. It's not like a not like a tweet. I feel so bad tweeting a lot of the time because that's just gonna be up forever. And then if you have any problems with that tweet, you can't go back and edit it. You can either delete it and make a new one, but then you know nobody likes to see people send the same tweet over and over again because they got it fucking wrong the first time. That's just a pain in the ass. So I just don't tweet a lot of the time. I just don't say a thing. I'll retweet. I'll, you know, like tweets, but if I'm forming my own tweets, I'd be spending a little too much time, and even then, fucking up shit. Fuck up a lot of, lot of tweets that I wish I could take back, but you can't, because that's Twitter, so I'm so glad that Letterboxd has a fucking edit button. It is such a godsend. It's been fun being on there and uh, giving my thoughts on movies, and if you want to check it out, you can as well. Uh-huh. 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 Wow. And going back and plugging shit again. For the 15th time, that's how we do shit, boys. That's how we do shit. I always got to be plugging something. Or am I really even plugging at all? <gasps> am I living? Am I living if I'm not plugging? It's hard to say. Let me drink some more water. You talk for so much by yourself. No chance to breathe. That you just end up acute. This is nasty. Actually, no, fuck it. I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, Aiden on Anchor, my biggest challenge when recording this podcast is that I talk for so long with very little gaps in breathing or uh, chances to take a break that I just accumulate saliva in my mouth and it just builds up throughout the podcast. And eventually it gets to the point where it's hard to speak because there's literally so much saliva in there that I either have to like spit it out or, or swallow or something. And then that just sounds nasty. Like nobody wants to hear that shit anyway. So I have to find ways to, to do shit like this. There, just got rid of a bunch of saliva. Doesn't that sound disgusting? It probably was, unless the mic didn't pick up on it. Uh, <laughs> or I'll have to drink water to be like, oh, real, real quick, water break. I was to get rid of a bunch of saliva because it just builds up. Because I keep talking and it gets so hyped up and I want to, you know, go on and on and on about some shit. But then you have that happen. You're like, ugh, that's nasty. On a, on a podcast with somebody like Zach or whatever, you know, I'll make a point. I'll talk about a certain thing and then I'll take a break. And then Zach does his things. So I can like stretch, I can mute my mic, I can lock the door, I can, you know, fucking wait and vibe. But I don't ain't on anchor. It ain't on anchor. You just gotta keep fucking going, bro. There ain't no stopping. There ain't no stopping this crazy train. There ain't no stopping this. <clears throat> oh, there. Fuck. Burp. Ugh. I'm sorry. I know. I know I'm fucking disgusting. You don't got you don't got to tell me. I'm well aware of the fact that I'm probably just a slob. Probably just a fucking so I cleaned today, all right? I vacuumed today. I got the setup done today. I showered today. 
all right? But sometimes I gotta, I gotta tell you about the real shit, you know? You can't just filter every eight on acre of, of a personal life story that affected me so much. And, and here's a valuable moral lesson to learn. Sometimes you're just going to get fucking Aiden drinking water. Aiden talking about saliva. Aiden talking about vacuuming a green screen. That's just some, some of the episodes you get. Right? Sometimes you'll have those for like, wow, this is, this is deep. This isn't one of them, fam. This isn't one of those episodes. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I should stream should stream again been thinking about doing it but then it's like it's a four-hour commitment and i really like have a couple of series that i need to finish so it's not a very exciting time i like starting series i like starting games i like getting into them for the first hour or two but eventually uh when you're streaming a game it gets harder and harder to be motivated when i'm near the end at least for me i don't know how it is with other people but I noticed with games like Minecraft, with games like Mario Kart, uh, when I streamed Pokemon games, be real excited to start them. And I'd have like several days in a row where I'd be streaming it and I'd be on top of things and it'd be great. But then as it continued along and I got toward the end, it just became pulling fucking teeth to finish it. And uh, I, I always strive to finish it. You know, I'm always like, if I start a game on stream, if I start a series, I want to finish the series, right? 30 for 30, I finished it. Back to the video games, I finished it. Let's Plays, I finished like 90% of them on LHG. Uh, unless they were meant to be like three episodes or so. Or it was a game that had no definitive ending. For the most part, if I start something, I finish it. Uh, but what that means is like, damn. It, it might not finish in an appropriate amount of time. It might go and go and go for a pretty long stretch of things. Because I feel bad. I feel bad, uh you know, not finishing anything. I feel bad for keeping people waiting. I feel like that's a, a sign of bad time management. That's like not keeping your promise as well, where it's like, oh, you know, I promised to do a series. And then if I don't finish it, well, that, hey, that looks bad on me. It looks bad on Aiden to be like, when are you going to finish this? And if I quit, nobody, nobody likes a quitter. Nobody likes somebody who can't, you know, put the work in. So I, I've barely quit. A whole lot of things there's there's a few there's a few examples monthly battle league channel uh the dark souls series on on mine i quit that um certain things where i just did it for a little game club right but at least game club had like a a proper two seasons right and i could always come back to it uh and it, it just gets to the point where 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 i feel like all right well if i can't finish something right away can I at least get it to a good enough stopping point, right? Can I get it to where we've had enough content, you can digest this, wait on this, and then I'll come back in a year or so. Like uh, Shovel Knight, right? Shovel Knight's a pretty good example of that. Me and Kyle did the original game about two years ago on Blue Catch Productions. And then we were like, hey, we should do the DLC. That's cool. There's like four DLCs, right? Um, so rather than doing all those back-to-back, Spacing them out a little bit, giving them a year or two of time. Then you do the second DLC and you finish it. And you know what? We'll do Spectre Knight eventually. We'll do King Knight eventually. But it's going to take a little bit of time. You know, it's going to take about a year or so of time. If I go back to Shadow the Hedgehog, right? That was only meant to be a three episode series. But if I go back to Shadow the Hedgehog, say I want to finish the rest of the game on camera, taking a little break helps a lot. Uh, when I realized that 30 for 30 was not going to finish in 30 days, 
it was a bit disheartening for sure but it also gave me the time to work a little bit harder on 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 the remaining videos to get more of an idea of what I wanted the finale to be and uh, those last episodes of 30 for 30 are some of my favorites and it's like well yeah you didn't finish it in 30 days true but you still ended up getting what the show promised. I reviewed 30 Genesis games. I technically reviewed like 31. You know? Technically, if you count like Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles as two separate games, I did 31 of them. Um, so I went above and beyond my promise and I even did it in 20 videos, right? So you got a more condensed version where I just wasn't talking 10 plus minutes about some game that didn't deserve it, right? I still want it to be fun. I still want it to be entertaining. I don't want it to look like, oh, Aiden's just doing this to, to finish it and move on and then turn in a lazy project or a lazy video or whatever. Uh, I still want to put my effort into it a lot of the time. And if it's a finale, I want to put a lot of work into a finale because I feel like so often, whether you're a small YouTuber or creator that's just starting out, it can be so easy to just be like, yeah, I'm done and stop stop working on something, move on to the next thing. And sometimes you have to, if it's damaging or harmful to your mental health or your work ethic, if it's a project that wasn't going to pan out, if you were collaborating with turned out to be a, a sex offender or something, you know, like that would be understandable. Not saying that happens a lot, but I don't know. It could, you know, you never know with some people. Um, but if it's not one of those like dire situations i feel like a lot of a lot of small youtubers just don't don't finish things and it's a pet peeve of mine you know the pet peeve that people get me hyped about a series and get me hyped about a project and then either leave it in the middle of nowhere never wondering if uh, it'll finish or they'll just straight up quit it halfway through and move on to something else and it's like yeah i'm hyped for the new thing as well uh, but part of the fun of content creation for me is being able to go back and look on stuff that I finish, you know? I have a lot of pride of looking at Back to the Video Game Season 1, having 10 whole videos, an escalation of quality, a, a full storyline, and being able to give myself the treat of being like, fuck, they're all done. They're all done. That's awesome. I can go back and rewatch them. I can show them to friends. 30 for 30, I'm, I'm just now like feeling that as well, where it's like, wow, there's 20 videos here. And I had to go back and rewatch them to get my thoughts for the finale. And that's fun. That's fun having a full project or a movie or a crossover collab, The Undying Curse, or comedy albums, or 100 episodes of a podcast or a miniseries or anything. Uh, it's fun to go back and watch things that you finished. It, it never feels good going back to watch two or three episodes of a series that didn't end up going anywhere. And it just feels like a blight on your record. You know, uh, you have a principal be like, oh, this is going on your permanent record. I don't even know if that shit was real, bro. I don't know if they just weren't making that shit up. Uh, but I do think of content creation a little bit like that. It's like the internet's permanent. Everything you put out there is, is for an audience and you'll get judged and you'll get bashed and you'll get celebrated at times for what you put out. But having that history, you know, having that history available what you do as a person, the choices that you make, what you commit your time into, and what you end up like finishing to put on a resume or, or show to other people, I, I think is, is a huge part of the journey. You're only as good as like what you can finish, you know? You're only as good as <laughs> as what as what you're able to commit to. 
Nobody's looking for just one good video. They want to see a track record. They want to see four or five good videos. If you're trying to be an editor, if you're trying to be a Let's Player, if you're trying to be a streamer, they're looking for somebody who can consistently do one thing really well, not just something really well one time or two times. Then you get bored and you quit. So that always kind of fuels me a little bit. And I think to kind of wrap this thing up, I do need to go back in, in streaming and, and finish Mario Kart Wii. I do need to go back and finish Minecraft. Because as much as I hate the idea of going back to that game again and spending six plus hours and probably getting nowhere near close to finishing that game, more and more work I put into it, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. And I always have a fun time streaming anyway. And it's never as bad as I think it is. Uh, a lot of that mental stress goes away when I finally just start working on something again. And I can really put myself all into it. So yeah, that's about it. I think that'll be it for this episode of Aiden on Anchor. Once again, follow me on Letterboxd. Check out Celeste on Lines Honor Gaming and let me know what you think of the audio. And the final thing we talked about, if you're working on a project, finish a project. If it has a definitive end, a lot of shit that we do on YouTube does not. But if you have a project, a series, something like that, I encourage you to go back to work on it, put in more effort, and get something that you can really look back on. Because uh, part of the fun of creating stuff in the first place. I wish more people did it in general. Yeah, that'll be it for me. Shout out to Parker and Jay the Zoomster for supporting me on Anchor. If you want to, there's a little support button up there. You can donate to the podcast. I'd appreciate that, and uh, hope you have a lovely March, like I said earlier. I've been Aiden of Blue Catch Productions, and I'm signing off. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.